Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 47, Text 58. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Eta Param Tanubrito Bhuvi Gopavadho. Govinda Eva Nikalatmani Rudhababa Vanchantiyad Bhavabhyo Muniyo Vayamcha Kim Brahma Janma Bhiranamta Katarasasya Uddhavasang Among all persons on earth these coward women alone have actually perfected their embodied lives. They have achieved the perfection of unalloyed love for Lord Govinda. Their pure love is hankered after by those who fear material existence, by great sages and ourselves as well. One who has tasted the narrations of the infinite Lord, what is the use of taking birth as a high-class Brahmin or even Lord Brahma himself. So greetings from Govardhan. It's been quite a wonderful day. We had a, a group of 20 and they came for breakfast and they came for lunch and I feel like at my ashram. And I think in one sense, I was thinking, Wari Prabhu said that he always would ask someone who came into his room, what is your taste in Krishna consciousness? And he made the point that our taste is our door to the spiritual world. Because what we like to do um, what we like best, we can generally offer with the most devotion. And like what we like to do, we can be the most absorbed in. Of course, bhakti has to get to the point where we're not just appreciate, we're not just liking an activity where we're liking the service that the activity provides. But there's something to say there. You know, I took charge of the Basad service and I, I somehow I'm very expert at, I'm very focused at and it was fantastic, Basad. There's a place near here called Ananda, Ananda Bazaar. Some disciples of Bhakti Sruptamadar and Bhakti Trumaraj, maybe very high end Aryans. It's not just that they cook so expertly, they manage so expertly. So it's right on time, huge tiffins. And, you know, very reasonable for a for hundred dollars. We, for 22 people, we got lunch and breakfast. Lunch was um, Palak uh, uh, Mata uh, Paneer Sabji succulent, they know how to cook cauliflower, so it just absorbs the juices. 
rice, dal, chapatis, salad. Um, but it was just wonderful. And then after they finished, they all just slept on the floor in my, my place here. And uh, very grateful. So that was really nice. Anyway, the story that we're doing is this Uddhava. And I've been doing it every day. So the group that's been coming every day will come at 5.30. So I'm going to try to catch up to where they are. But of course, the, the main point here is that Krishna has to please and relieve the distress of his devotees in Vrindavan. And he ha it's a very sensitive issue, and he, he has to send a message. And he's accomplishing two things. One, he wants to pacify the residents of Vrindavan, and he wants to show the exaltation of their love. And to do that, the person has to have certain qualities to be able to do the service, but also to demonstrate that even one with the topmost qualities, Krishna says, I am Uddhava. He glorifies him. Krishna himself glorifies. Is humbled by the devotion of the gopis, which indicates really what the mission of the Bhagavatam is. And the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it's to give us the highest pleasure and the highest love. And it's very, very rarely attained. It's very, very rarely given. Anarpita Chodim Chodat Runea Vatirna Kalo Samarpitam Unatoj Vala Rasam Sobhakti. Never before given for a very, very long time. And Uddhava, as he sees it, what he sees is called Rudha Bhav. Rudha means the best Bhav, the highest Bhav. It's, or it's also called Great Bhav or Maha Bhav. He said, when, when he saw that they were at this, this stage of Rudha Bhav, which is demonstrated by divine madness, the the most intense absorption on a person is the disappointed lover. But this is spiritual. And, and they're talking crazy. There was like 10 different types of talk and disappointed and just absorbed, absorbed. And, and, and it gets to the extent that Kachit, one gopi, Sri Radha, she sees a bumblebee and thinks it's Krishna's messenger. And that's the whole thing. She's talking to this, this, this bumblebee. She's so overwhelmed. And then Uddhava, because he's a direct disciple of Brihaspati and, and is such a learned person, even though he doesn't yet understand this subject, he doesn't have personal realization of this Braja Bhakti and this Prema, 
he can understand from the symptoms that this is extraordinary. And he just feels so grateful that because of this separation, he has been called to Brindavan. And he's been able to see what would it be like, just the intensity. The, the forms of intensity in this world are the forms of ignorance and passion. The forms of intensity in the spiritual world are the forms of devotion. What is, what is, what is kirtan, that nice definition of kirtan? When the bhava in the heart is expressed, is expressed by the discipline of music. So he sees this and he says, what you establish is unparalleled. Um, even by the monis, munis, those who are silent, which means mount of those in the forest, they have to, there's no one to talk to. You know, they had the opening of, of the Govardhan retreat center. And uh, it's 21 acres. And they have these bhajan kutirs that you can book. And they have, they have deep basements in them. And you can book them. Just imagine you go down to, there's nothing there. And you go down there, you know, we, you, you can't but concert. There's nothing else to do. Our problem is we chant in atmospheres which has so many other options that we never can become concentrated and focused and therefore we don't get realization and taste. But they're not gonna have people live there, but you can book it for three hours, but they have two rules. No cell phones, no electronics, and no other person, only one person in it. So those kind of people that have, that have lived in the forest, and have purified their minds because there's no one to talk to. Or when the senses are controlled, the super souls at reach. And what do you eat? So you, you know you're not you're not feasting on pizza and ice cream. See, it's very very subtle. It's nothing compared to this this level of of devotion. So Uddhava just, he begins to just glorify them and explain that what you have is absolutely unparalleled. But he's going to deliver the message of Krishna. He's going to deliver the message of Krishna as it is. He may pacify them afterwards in his own words but he's going to read the message of Krishna. Remember, he's confidential with Krishna. He's very close with Krishna. When, you're when you have something confidential, you have the frame of reference to understand it. If you bring it out, very few people do. So when you have something confidential, you have all the history of it, the understanding of it. or it may not be socially acceptable, <clears throat> or it may be abused if you put it out. 
What, just think of the things that you have in the confidential and then you put it out. What could happen? So who will you give a message that is confidential to? One who has unalloyed love for you and therefore only wants to please you. So Uddhava goes and he, he delivers this message from, he delivers the message from Krishna. And Krishna initially is kind of Gyanic in explaining his position, but it's not really just Gyanic. It's not really just Gyanic because a devotee sees everything through the lens of his personal relationship with Krishna. And I gave the example, if a, a Brajabhakta sees um, Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman, he thinks Krishna is dressed as a king. So it doesn't, the purpose, it, it previously, when Uddhava tried to pacify Nanda, he, he, he was preaching Gyan, Krishna's Aishwarya, Maya Tatam, Maya Idam Tatam Sarvam, I pervade every, he was, he was his, Krishna's eminence. Because he saw in this Prema Bhakti, this intimate love, and it's only in this intimate love that you can actually have vipralamba, this deep separation. And he, when he came to Nanda Maharaj, he could see, this is why someone so, he bodhisattva, someone with the incredible, the, most, the, the topmost intelligence, he, had to, he could see, comes in, he sees Nanda Maharaj, he said, this person could die within one or two days. He has lost his will to live. Krishna is my life, and without Krishna, I have no life. The greatest separation, the greatest pain, is, is the pain and separation from the deepest love. And what is this love? It's God's love. It's the supreme love. We can become attached, but this is the supreme attachment. And therefore the most painful separation. So he's thinking, Nanda Maharaj can, be, can die at any moment. So he tries to preach again because the conception of God as imminent or superior is not as powerful love as God is my son who is gone. So he, by that Ganic explanation, he was trying to reduce the praying so he wouldn't die. You can't have that feeling of separation from God who's imminent, who's everywhere. It, you don't have that same feeling as when he comes in, 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 in a human-like form 
And in the Prakat, the unmanifest, he's God. So, and then, so Krishna, it, it, same thing. It, it, it may be a Gyan, but even it, 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 the, the third verse of the Chatur Shloki Bhagavatam, when it describes Prema, what's the vision? You see God everywhere, inside and outside of everything. Sandrandana, Visheshatma. It's so thick. The example of Prema given in the Nectar of Devotion of Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. The exact example of Prema is Bhishma Dev, because Sandra, it means it's like metal. Sandra means metal. There's nothing else in the consciousness but Krishna. So it gave the example of Bhishma Dev, that man who fought in so many battles. That person I spoke many, so many subjects, now just focusing on Krishna. So it, 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 it's my lover, the God. My lover is God. So what? You may be God, but don't cross me. Very intimate, powerful. So, So after delivering that Krishna's, Buddha is reading Krishna's words, and then Krishna says, but actually, the reason I left is to intensify your love. That which is before the I can be much more distant than that which is in the mind and heart. So even if I'm separated by the I, you can, you can, be, you can be in direct contact with God, but not have him in your mind. And God can be separated and you have him in his mind. We don't think when we want to contact Krishna that he's someplace else. Do we think that God is going to get in a spaceship to achieve him? No. We think we'll, everything, every association with Krishna will be right within our consciousness. That's actually the fact. It will be right within our consciousness. And of course, I make that point many times that we're separated by God, not by a physical distance, but by consciousness. So it's a message to the gopis. And basically, you can sum it up. I am there in my Baba. I am there in my devotion. Where else can God be? Again, I think Hegel or some philosopher said, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. So this was the message he gave to them. And then he gave a very, very, actually speaking, you know, it was, it was such an incredible day. I mean, these people stayed like 
couple of two hours for breakfast, two, three hours for uh, during lunch. Um, and I get up very, very early, blissfully early. So I may have brain fog. Um, so he gave that example. That which is before the eye can be much further than that which is in the mind. So absence, the English expression is absence makes the heart grow fonder. So Krishna is demonstrating, he's pacifying the gopis, but also demonstrating an incredibly relevant spiritual point. We're not going to go back to Godhead by going any place, and neither are the gopis going to be in association with Krishna by going any place. In fact, the opposite happened. When Radha went to Kurukshetra and Krishna was there, she was in separation. She was in separation because it wasn't her lover. It was the same person, but it wasn't her lover because Rajave, she was sitting as a king. He was sitting as a king. It's surrounded by his retinue. So he couldn't manifest that aspect of himself, which was in relationship to Radha. So she was in separation and union. And the gopis were in union and separation. So Krishna gives this message and he gives the example that if a girl is in love with someone and, and the person is distant, Um, they're close in heart. Now, I have to open the door for the other people that are supposed to come. We're almost up to the point we are anyway. Okay. Great here in Govardhan. It's, it's, I love being here in Govardhan. Association and No one's here yet. People are quite, must be quite exhausted themselves. Everyone just went mwah. The posadum is just so, and for me, it's not just a taste. I just appreciate expertise, how they manage that. You get these huge, huge tiffins that, that feed 20 people and it's on time and it's steaming hot. It's it's so so well cooked, but it takes its toll on a man who is old. Um. 
So some people will come, I think. I can never tell. Sometimes I have 10, 15. Yesterday, I had two. Um, and then he, he says that directly to them. When someone is always absorbed in me and aloof from everything else, I am in their presence. Isn't it's such an important point? Isn't that the story of, of Haranyakashipu when he challenges Prahlad? Where is your Krishna? Where is your Krishna? Is he in this pillar? He's there because he, he, he's everywhere, but he manifests personally. I'm pervading everything, but I'm but I'm, I'm I have I have, don't have the defect of impersonality. He can personally appear. And then Krishna gives an example. He said, when I went to the Rasa dance, those when I went to the Rasa dance, those devotees that would came back in their intense separation experience my personal presence. And I, I know the same thing for the wives of the Brahmins. The ones that came back, they were the ones that, that, that attained Krishna eternally first. So Uddhav delivers this message and the gopis are pacified. And Uddhav is very happy, he said, because now, now they're happy. And then he said, they're so disturbed because he understands. Yeah, come on in. Anybody else there yet? Yes, yes, yes. Who? Okay. Let them know. What? Okay, good. Okay. Nice. Thank you for coming. Nice. Have, have you been going around with Achamurti? I haven't seen him yet. He is very tired. Lots of devotees. What, what's that? Lots of devotees came to her. She is tired. So we will meet on Mandala, but Mandala date is postponed because of the race. Oh. <laughs> okay. But you, you've been going to some of the Prikrams of Bhakti Vigan Goswami? Or? Yes, yesterday we... Uh, Nandagam. Yes, we went to Kadamba. Kadamba, wonderful. Good, nice to see you here. So, um, then different gopis begin to speak. And... <laughs> even though somehow or other they're kind of satisfied,
kind of satisfied with each of the gopis speak and then they're they're we know that in ras Somehow my phone went off and I got this other sound in here from Mahavan, you know. Um, so what happens um, we know that Rasa Vai Saha the ultimate reality is love at its highest. And we know the way, the lens by which we perceive that and the reality by which we perceive that is through Krishna Lila and the different emotions that, that, that either bring or represent love at the highest. So it's described as like an ocean. So we see from each of the gopis some different feeling of of jealousy, or 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 they're just thinking of Krishna. So he's he's in he's in Matara now, and I'm not qualified, and so many other emotions that come when someone, and, and then Uddhava he just stays in Vrindavan. And he starts to, this is really, he starts to visit all the holy places. And one of the symptoms of Baba, one of the symptoms of Baba, the visible symptoms of Baba, the things that you, you know, the, sometimes people, I used to be in the Krishna Balaram Mandir and, and, and some person would come and he would pretend he would be in ecstasy and he'd roll on the floor and he'd cry, but anyone can imitate that. Yeah. Anyone can imitate that. But there's other symptoms that Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur mentions that people can imitate, like Avyakta Kalitvam. Every moment engaged in Krishna's service. I really appreciated. Sometimes I'm going to the ISKCON place and I take, I'm sitting next to Vaisheshika Prabhu and he shares his realizations with like really deep, like emotion. And his main realization is giving everything to Prabhupada and not a drop left. <laughs> not a drop left. And it sometimes seems kind of scary in one sense for those on an egotistical conception, that type of, but that's what love is. If we think that love is the highest then the highest thing is about someone else and not ourselves. When we actually think about it, it can become maybe just a little frightening. Anyway, one of the symptoms of advanced devotion is this enthusiasm to see all the places of Krishna's pastimes. You know, he did this here, what, what happened here? 
And the example I remember once, I was on the, I think I told this, the Navadvit Mandal Parikram. It was really great. I remember with Tamal Krishnamaraj and all the senior Vaishnavas. Actually, it's very interesting what happened is a lot of my friends were on the GBC. And when I would go to Mayapur, somehow or other, Tamal Krishnamaraj would let me stay in his room, in his living room, share bathroom. Now I'll tell you an embarrassing story. We woke up at the same time. He said, <laughs> he said, you can use the bathroom first. And then I went in the bathroom and I, and then he, he went in the bathroom, then he went in and then he walked out and he said, no one's used my soap before. <laughs> no one's used my soap before. <laughs> But I was there, and what happened is there was this Brajmandal Parikram. And, you know, I'm from New York. I never went camping in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, there's two types of people. Like God Brother Varsana Maharaj, a very special devotee in New Vrindavan, who's like, he said, there's earthmen and there's aliens. Earthmen are the people that like the land, and, you know, camping. And, and then there's aliens. People go, like, from New York, they like, so, but it was camping out and it was walking from, from village to, you know, all the nine islands and every, so the thing is, is I was doing it, you know, but I was coming back during the day and I come back so ecstatic because you just, you know, these Bengalis, they would lead Kirtan in this tune that they could sing forever as they would walk. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. It was just so blissful and I come back and they would all be completely fried from the meetings. Because <laughs> they were in meetings all day, horrible meetings. And I was like, you know, and I'm already like overly enthusiastic. So I'm so enthusiastic in all the meetings. And Tamal Krishnamaraj was so powerful that the next year he switched the whole thing so that the whole GBC could go on the, the <laughs> Navajit Mandal Parikram, you know? Because he saw, and, we, and that was like every, every Kirtanir that you can imagine, Bibi Govinda Swami, Naranjan Swami, and imagine them all just going from village to village, chanting, you know how ecstatic it is, Makunda? Going to village, and then when you get there, you know, they bring the prasadam, and then you're camping out. And so I remember Sachinandana Swami was there, and it was like getting to be dusk. It was getting to be dusk. And someone said that some of, you know, one of Lord Chaitanya's associates had some house, you know, across the, you know, the village. And I saw him in like practically the night running through the fields. <laughs> You know, to go to that place with the person. 
And I thought, you know, like, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, a, I'm an alien, you know, snakes on the ground, what's he doing? But that enthusiasm, so Uddhava went to all the places of Krishna's pastimes, and, and he started telling about Krishna, but they were always, always telling him also what was happening in those places. And it described that what happened is, is that the gopis, they became so absorbed that it, it, it seemed like a moment. It's a fact that if you're actually focused in the moment, time exists in the future and the past. It doesn't exist now. If you actually focus now, there's no time. There's no time now. And we all experience that. Like, for example, if we can get absorbed in chanting. But if you think, when will I finish my rounds? It's the oppression of time just kills you. Right? But when you get absorbed. So anyway, Uddhava, and, and then we'll start with today's verse. Mukunda, you were here the last few days. We did this. We can always do it again. Yeah. Maybe new things. So... Um, so what happened is naturally Uddhava was just developing incredible appreciation for the gopis and one of the impetuses for love is the people who love the people you love. Like, for example, when I would have my Vyas Puja, it was a big thing my mother came. Because people that had relationship, my, my mother came. You know what I'm saying? It was like they automatically loved her. So one impetus, one of the main impetuses for devotion is the devotees who have the same relationship that you aspire for. That's one of the main impetuses. So um, naturally, that's a, you. You feel, so he just felt like glorifying. And we mentioned this great definition of kirtan is when the bhava in the heart is expressed by the discipline of music. It's the main devotional activity is kirtan. Throughout the Bhagavatam, everyone does kirtan. Of course, there's two types of kirtan. One type of kirtan is done as a sadhana. It's a practice to achieve love of Godhead. And one type of kirtan is an anubhav of love. In other words, one, one kirtan you do to get love, another kirtan you do out of love. And of course, even ourselves as practitioners, it, 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 we should have some sense that, that and, and that, you know, that's why I just say, trying to understand what Shudanam, they talk about Shudanam. Like you can, you can see that when someone really has love, even though they're chanting the name, and maybe not even in, in, in a, and of course, they may be expert, but maybe not so much more expert than everybody else in music. But if they really have love in their hearts, that the holy name has so much more of an effect.
when you hear it. And, and the, 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 an example I remember of this is that these doctors who I gave Radhakrishna deities to, I stay at their house, they host my Vyas Puja. They bought this property and it had an old diner on it and they spent like $400,000. They had a medical complex, but they spent $400,000 renovating this diner to distribute Pasadam. And it was probably the least likely area for people to be vegetarian. <laughs> but, you know, they got enthusiastic. So they had this opening, so they invited a lot of Indians. So they had people doing kirtan there. And the Indians were just talking. And, the, you know, the kirtan was just in the background. And all the Indians were just talking. And then Naranjan Swami started to lead kirtan. And everyone became silent. And I thought, what's the difference when someone chants purely? This is what my, it's like a philosophical speculation, not a mental speculation. I when someone chants purely, what happens is Krishna is a person. So Krishna reveals himself to that person because within the name is the form, quality, and pastimes. Or, or and it's just like any person, I, I, I explained this many times, they can remain a stranger if there's no love. So it's the same person, but he's not manifest. So when someone actually has that deep love, then Krishna manifests in the name. And then people who hear that name, it's much more powerful for them. That's why also Madhavis kirtans are so powerful. Madhavis kirtans. I remember he was, he, these two yoga studio owners in New York, you know, he, he was leading kirtan in the MVT. And then he came over to the table to talk to them. And he was talking with such realization. It's almost like he said, like, You know, there was some real, you could see real Shakti because of the devotion. So anyway, Uddhava is, is, he is, because he's a devotee, that's another reason he's sent. Because if someone's not a devotee and they see someone superior to them, they're going to get envious. Because Icha, Dvesha, Samutena, Vandva, Mohena, Bharata, we're born. This is why we're in the world. So you're going to, if someone's superior, so he had, one of his qualities is that he was beloved of Krishna. So if the world's not about you, it's world's about Krishna. And then you see Krishna. And I gave the example in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita when Krishna was taken to New Dwarka, to, to New Vrindavan, Nava Vrindavan. And he was taken there because Krishna was in this catatonic state in separation from the residents of Vrindavan, and they didn't know what to do with him. So Lord Brahma came and he said, let's take him to this Nava Vrindavan, which Vishvakarma, the architect of the demigods, recreated Vrindavan in, in kind of like perfect detail, even the flowers and everything, but in kind of like uh, wax statues or something like that. 
So they brought Krishna there and he was like, they couldn't give him out of consciousness. And then they started telling him, wake up, wake up. It's time to take out the cows. And then Krishna wakes up and he sees it's 11 o'clock and he's so embarrassed. He's so embarrassed. I overslept. You know, and then he sees there's a statue of Mother Yasoda before him. And they put fresh butter in the hand and he starts eating the butter. And then he goes and sees that the gopis are there. And he starts talking to them and he thinks they won't move. So he says, they're angry with me. And then the, the, the residents of Dwarka, the queens, they can't be there because if the queens are there, then Krishna will know it's still Dwarka. And you know, at the end of the pastime, he's kind of, they brought him out and then he kind of looks across the bay and he sees Dwarka and then they explain to him what happened. But the, the, the queens of Dwarka are in the forest and they're allowed to look at the scene. And when they see Krishna in relationship with the gopis and how much deeper his heart is revealed and therefore how much more beautiful he is, the more your love, the more is your beauty. That's what Radharani is. What is she? She has the most love. She has the most beauty. Why? Because she wants to offer the best to Krishna. So when they see the Krishna, Akila Rasamrita Murti, and his full manifestation of love, they don't get envious, they get ecstatic. So Uddhava, he also is picked because he's such a devotee. And this envy is just so, it's so pernicious, it's so prevalent in the world. We even see in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that when Rupa Goswami comes, <laughs> Bhakta Rupa, he's like a new devotee. And Lord Chaitanya is giving him all this attention because his ability to conceptualize and express Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam, the highest feelings of devotion. And his verses, and especially when you hear his verses spoken in Someone who can chant Sanskrit like Nityananda. Tunde tandavani ritim talabhyute, you know, karna krota kandambani, you know, this alliteration and this music and how, it's what Rupa Goswami can do. There's a book called Chitra Kavitwani, where there are, this is like, there's Kavis and there's, you know, there's, there's people who could write novels, but coveys, masters of, of words. They say there can be a, a, you know, a thousand great novelists in a century, but there can be only one or two coveys. And a covey is a master of words. And in this Chitra Kavitwani, there's 11 exercises almost that you have to kind of complete. And they're so intricate. You have to write a poem with one syllable. So he wrote one poem, you know, it was like, it was Krishna's pastime. Then you had to write one poem where it says the same thing backwards and forwards. And then you have to write a poem where it says the same thing backwards and forwards 
and up and down. <laughs> and then you have to have your name in a circle written around it. I mean, it, it's the, it's so Rupa Goswami was like Krishna Das. It's called Kaviraj. Krishna Das Kaviraj Rasika Bhaktamaj. Krishna Das Kaviraj. Rasika Bhakta Maj, the Maj means the chief of all the people that understand and express. And it says his poetry is so powerful that even the vibrations hit a stone, it would melt. But Naratandas went fine, nothing happens to me, he says. So, um, yeah, this, so, yeah, so he brings Rupa Goswami in and he starts to glorify him in front of Sarup Damodar. And somebody else, very high, he was just checking them. He was checking them. Are they going to get envious? So it's very, you have to be very, very advanced to resist this feeling in the heart because envy you know because because false ego means superiority you want superiority so it's so difficult and envy means it, it's the mechanism of the mind that makes things less than they are to make you feel superior so envy serves the false ego and therefore, it's described what's the highest devotee, paramona matsaranam satam. The highest devotee is nirmatsara satam. Nirmatsara means without hate. Envy is the same thing. So, so Uddhava, instead of becoming envious, he becomes so appreciative. And it becomes very significant for, for the purpose. One of the purposes that he went there for, not directly, it was pacified there, but indirectly, because it's for the world, is to show that this is the highest love. And, and what's the proof of it? That the most qualified person is humbled. The most qualified person is humble. So anyway, Uddhava just feels now he has to glorify them. And we just read this verse and he says, among all the persons on earth. And remember, this is the disciple of Brihaspati who, who has the most knowledge. <laughs> the coward women alone have actually perfected their embodied lives. And why? because they've achieved perfection of unalloyed love for Krishna. And the word is Rudha Bhav. There's two words, Mahabhav, Great Bhav, and Rudha Bhav, Best Bhav. And it refers to this thing. So of all love, of all love, they've achieved the highest. And how does he know? Because he saw it. That after so many years, they're still in this madness and separation. Their pure love is hankered after by those who fear material existence. So we discussed this the other day. 
What's the cause of material existence? Is that sense of superiority that you want. So, and how do you get out of it? How do you get out of material existence? Material existence is caused by a particular type of consciousness. See, so this type of material existence means um, because you want to be the enjoyer and controller, a position you can't have by your constitution, you're put in the illusion you are by having a material body. But one who has devotion, he's identifying with the soul. If you have devotion, and I gave the personal example, every single person here, young or old, has had their trial by fire, Good. Do you ever have your trial by fire? The dark mo moment of the soul where the whole world's falling apart. <laughs> now. <laughs> right. So I, I just was like, it was one of those times. There's times in your life that you want to be a general. Your soul breaks over their knees and rips off your medals. So what did I do? This Gitanagari where is a great place. I outside of Vrindavan, there's no place more Vrindavan than Gitanagari. Even the people who live there, it was just such a special place at that time. There was no phones. They didn't have a cell phone reception in this valley. Can you imagine the ecstasy there? You had to drive off the farm and ride down the road and try to get something. And I was just staying in this cabin. I told the story many times and I was just chanting and chanting and chanting and chanting. And then I had the realization, the activity I'm doing and the person who's doing this does not end with the body. But the fear, the ambitions based on the false self that just absorbs you in the body. And what does that mean? From that arises duality and fear. But when, when you're, so, so if you want to be free from material existence, you have to identify with the soul. So those, he says, this is hankered, the type of love they, they have is hankered by those who fear material existence. We all fear material existence. There's a book, Rabindra Prabhu used to lecture on it called Denial of Death by this German philosopher, Ernest Becker, where he described that so much of what happens in our psychology is this fear of death. You know how people want to be famous because they, you know, fame lives more, and you want to have family because family continues on. And so many things are are, are are impelled by this, by this. So it's so prominent. And how do you and the whole Bhagavatam? What's what's the question of the Bhagavatam? What is the duty as a man is about to die? What should he not do? And what's the answer? If you want to be fearless at the time of death, Harinam Anu Kirtanam. 
Yeah. Now I am 72. You know, the game's up. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it, faking your immortality becomes harder and harder as, as you get older. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, 20 years, I can forget it. You know, when it starts getting down to 10 years, it could be 10 years, could be 20, could be five years, but it's certainly, you know, even if you're an optimist, how, how long do you get? You get? So you start thinking, you have to, you have to be absorbed. You have to start identifying with the soul. Otherwise, and I, I tell that amazing story, and I can tell it again, too, is that it was this disciple of Prabhupada. And in the early days, it was a group of ladies in Los Angeles, very advanced. There's about eight or nine of them. And they were completely dedicated to Prabhupada. And they would go out book distribution like seven days a week, all day long. And they really were like completely dedicated. And there was one lady among them named Gori. And she actually was from a very high class family because her, the museum in Harvard is called the Peabody Museum. And her father was like the curator. So she was from that family. And she got cancer. And the doctors told her, that's it. So she went to Vrindavan and we used to read her Chaitanya Charitamrita and we watched as, as she was dying, her consciousness was rising. It's like really amazing. Sannyasis would come in and read to her. And then an amazing thing happened. There was an Ayurvedic physician <laughs> called Naratam, who is also the Ayurvedic physician to Prabhupada. And his son is Leela Dar. He still has a clinic. And she, he put the cancer completely in remission by Ayurvedic medicine. And what did she do? She went to America to, to, to shoot books on the Christmas marathon. I mean, they had such... They, and you can, they were so advanced, actually. It's like I tell you what Vaisheshkarbu, when he was sitting next to me and looking at me and, and with his conviction, not a drop. When you have not a, you know, when for everything, the Prabhupada and his mission, you know, you see someone has that realization. So she went and then it came back and she came back to Vrindavan. And she lasted some more time. And I remember I was up in the Himalayas with a book distribution party. We ran out of books. And anytime I'm in India, I just can't wait to get back to Vrindavan. So I came back and they told me she's leaving. And I went into her room. And um, she was on the floor. She wanted to die on the floor of Vrindavan. So she's laying on the floor. Maybe she had a mattress. And we started doing kirtan. And pictures of Prabhupada were just going before her eyes. They just, and she had two god sisters on either ear, like kind of Bourjan's wife, Jagatarini, and maybe Mother Vidya, and like 
And then the Ayurvedic doctor came in. These are for people, I told this story before, but there's people here that haven't heard it, so I'm telling it again. But it's always nice to hear. And the Ayurvedic doctor comes in and feels her pulse and says, disease is finished. You have one hour left to live. But she was a Vaishnava. So he understood what's the real disease. It's the false ego, which attaches one to the body. Disease is found. What is he talking about? And then I've never seen anything like this in my life. She, and people are chanting like anything. They're chanting. It's just, everyone's just chanting. There weren't many of that people in Vrindavan. And then she wanted to take a picture of herself smiling to show Vrindavan Velasini another, like these stalwarts, Mother Labangalatik, Mother Vrindavan Velasini, Jugad Ambika. They were famous, Shama Priya. They were just famous. In those days, you become famous if you were famous Kirtan, famous cook, famous. And she wanted to take a picture to show that you can perfect your life by dedicating yourself to Prabhupada. And then about 10 minutes before she left, she looked up and said, this is intense. This is intense. And then she passed away. So disease is finished. So they hanker for this, those who fear material existence, we have to hanker for this. Then there's no fear, you can see that. Kadabakana Swami is doing pretty good in that regard. I went to see him. It's up to Krishna. For one who has tasted the narrations of the infinite Lord, what is the use of taking birth as a high-class Brahmin or even as Lord Brahma himself? Because all these things are meant for that purpose. All the, anything that's high class and religious, all these things. What is Dharma? Dharma means every moment before your consciousness, you have a myriad of decisions to make. The decision, whether it's attachment or attachment. Like for what? It may be attachment, like for you, Mukunda, right? Remember when you were in Vrindavan and you thought you were going to renounce the world? Remember? Right? You're going to be with Iandra, but you were married, right? But, but you, I still was with Iandra. What? what? <laughs> Even though I was married. What's that? I'm saying I, I still was with him, even though I, I... I know, but when you went to that sadhu, who was your Siksha guru, yeah. right? He told you your dharma was attachment. And what does that mean? It's the choice you make that elevates your consciousness. It wouldn't elevate your consciousness to try to imitate Iandra and be... You know what I'm saying? It, it, it wouldn't elevate you. So I'm saying the choice that you make to elevate the consciousness is dharma. And, and it's intricate because it deals with what who you are at the particular time. That's why guidance is necessary. Shastra is necessary. 
and you see how many people make mistakes. What is Dharma? And you can choose, you can choose detachment for egotistical reasons. You know, so you're a sadhu and you're respected. So here it says, but one who has tasted the infinite narrations, then what is the use of, of all this other stuff? You've already got it. And that, that's mentioned in many verses in the Bhagavatam where it says, Dharma Sunushti Ta Pumsa Viviksena Katasya No Dharma Swanushtita. Swanushtita means expertly performed your dharma. If you don't have rati, if you don't have this, what the gopis have, then shrama eva hi It's useless. It's only useless. It's certainly. And then, you know, when you get into the commentaries, I used to do that, but somehow I got older and I forgot it all. But it's so it's. And then how amazing it is, the same thing that these simple women wandering around the forest, seemingly spoiled by improper behavior, of course, improper behavior, they're going off with, you know, the, the you know, someone's not their husband. So it says, how amazing, he, he's just amazed. I, what is that word? Um, how amazing it is. That these simple women, in other words, just like the wives of the province, you know, they couldn't do puja, they couldn't do any of this stuff because they had children. It's too too much dirt, and, you know. You can't, you know. They have so clean and that they couldn't do any of this. Have achieved the perfection of unalloyed love for Krishna, the supreme soul. And what did they achieve? Rudhabhav, the stage of perfect love, the best love. Still. It is true that the Supreme Lord awards blessings even to an ignorant worshiper, just as the best medicine works, even when taken by a person ignorant of its ingredients. So it's such a nice analogy. Medicine works even if someone's ignorant, if it's good medicine. So even if they don't have all these other preliminary qualifications, if somehow they've given themselves to God, Tesham Satatayukdanam Bajatam Prithipur, the Dami, then he gives them. He gives them the knowledge. So they have it. They have it. It doesn't matter all these other things. Aho Bhattaswa Pachato Gariyan. You know the rest of it? How wonderful it is. One who's chanting the holy name purely. He's already bathed in all the holy rivers. He's already... So... When Lord Krishna was dancing with the, 
in the Ras Lila, the gopis were embraced by the arms of the Lord. This transcendental favor was never bestowed upon the goddess of fortune or other concepts in the spiritual world. Indeed, never was such a thing even imagined by the most beautiful girls in the heavenly planet whose bodily luster and aroma resemble the lotus flower and what to speak of worldly women who are very beautiful according to material manifestation. So somehow or other, they've attracted the absolute truth. And, and the contrast is going to be like, because Uddhava, initially, he's kind of like, he's starting to think, I like want this Mahabhav. I want this highest love. But then he was thinking like, it's, it, 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 I'm presumptuous. Maybe I can just be some grass. Words, you have that, that, that image is always there. Lotus feet, the image is always there because I mentioned that before, the, the lowest part of the body is glorified. It, what does it mean? What, what to speak of that person? If, if the part, the lowest part is glorified, what to speak of that person? So just, and, 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 and what is the image? He's like the chief minister, high-class Kshatriya, cousin of Krishna, learned person. And his position is such that a particle of dust from the feet of these persons It is mercy for him. We'll read one more verse. Asam maho chanarenu chusam maham Asam maho chanarenu chusam maham syam Vrindavane kimapi gulma latauśadinam Yajusya jam sajanamarya patam chahitva the gopis of Vrindavan have given up the association of their husbands, sons, and other family members who are very difficult to give up. And they've forsaken the path of chastity to take shelter of the lotus feet of Mukunda, which one should search for by Vedic knowledge. Oh, let me be fortunate enough to be one of the bushes, creepers, or herbs in Vrindavan because the gopis trample them and bless them with the dust of their lotus feet. You know, I listened to this one lecture and it was really interesting. It was by a, 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 a modern intellectual. And what he described is, and I think it's relevant here, and I think I mentioned it before, but some people may not have heard it. What he described is, is that the most powerful commodity is one's reputation. If you lose your reputation, there's very little you can do to negotiate in the world. It restricts you in so many ways. 
And it says that reputation is usually something that's earned over many, many years by one who is not only competent, but productive and has character. So people really want reputation. And he describes in the modern world that people can game the system of reputation and always get it very cheaply by, what, by what's called virtue signaling. They jump on a cause and they find someone who is down and then they, they jump on the cause that, you know, this person should get it. You know, and that means I, you know, they get a reputation because, and, 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 and but, but it's, it's not a substantial thing. But the point he made is how important reputation is. And what Udav is saying here is who gives up their reputation like this, like the gopis? They gave up their reputation. And that kind of culture, they would chase wives and you know family people. What was the power of their love, their detachment? And that's why it says, you know, they gave up, they gave up even their good karma. So anyway, this is Udavis Bob. He's like this high class, intelligent person, and he's been overwhelmed. So he's actually achieved his mission in one sense. He delivered the message, which had some effect to keep the gopis alive. And he was able to see it, and by two ways, able to demonstrate that it was because he understood it and he was going to go back and actually say, and by his own actions, he surrendered, he offered them respect. He fell at their feet. He glorified them. Okay. I'm going to first go to the audience here. Mukunda, usually any point? Because you hear the last few days. The last thing is if you mentioned this reputation point. Someone, uh, when someone just uh, finds one who is fall down, yeah, and like starting to, that basically what we call hype. They don't, they don't get reputation. They they get what we call hype. Well, but they're trying for reputation. Yeah. They become like famous. Men are like dogs, cat, hogs, cows, and asses. They glorify other people like dogs, hogs, camels, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And another thing. Uh, but in the modern world where people are like that, people actually can yeah. become prominent, but not like. Not like in a in a a a a, a regular culture, yeah. you know. A regular culture, you know. People have standards. You can't just, you know. It, it, it's really high standards of how you have to behave and what's allowed, yeah. and the society knows that. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else, Shaim Do you have any thoughts? Um. <laughs> Like, even ignorant people can take medicine and they get cured. You know, yeah. we highly intelligent. And um, I was just thinking that the Christians are so merciful, especially like this medicine that he brings. Yeah. Like, you just have to see them here. It can be very ignorant. 
you know, yeah. and just by sitting and hearing Bhagavatam, hearing being in association with sadhus, and um, is is is, is, is that's the medicine, and it's enough. You can attain the highest goal just even being ignorant. Yeah, you know, there's a verse like that in the Bhagavatam because there's a verse in the very beginning where it says. Um, it says in one of those Tasmat verses, you know, therefore one who chants here and remember Krishna. Then it, after that, so someone will say, well, then I might as well give up because to think, chant here and remember Krishna, that's beyond me. But then the next verse answers it and it says, Shushru Shro, Shradhanasya, Vasudeva Katavasi, Sat Mahatsevana Vipra put. You just hang out with the sadhus. When you shravaning, you know, Sushu Show Shradhana Javasa Deva Kataruchi Satmahat Savana Vipra. Punya Tirtana Shad. That's that's yeah. And a lot of times you see that that I've seen classes and it's not by a scholar, it's by someone who's humble and following, and they have like realization. I remember like Pradyumna. He's the biggest, I mean, anytime the Pradyumna would come to my room, he said something that I remembered and used for the rest of my life. And it was like, so absolutely out of this world, like just came to me one day and said, well, what does bhakti mean? Bhakti means to make yourself available. I said, wow, it's like, that's, that's like so powerful, you know? Oh, Sambandagan. What's Sambandagan? Metaphysical knowledge. Have to know the relationship between the side, the relationship between one truth and another, right? If 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 your gan is like this and your, you know, bhakti is like this, you become impersonal. If your bhakti is like this and your gan is like this, you become sajit, you know, or anything like sadhana and preaching. I said, wow, that's so interesting. Sometimes it means the relationship of one truth to another. So. Maybe you should combine Pranita Sutras. <laughs> if I can inspire him to do that. It, it, it's so hard. It, even I saw him this time, you know, it's it's not easy. You got to break through a lot to see him. But um, he would never go in the Bhakti Center for the classes. Sometimes I used to give these seminars and he kind of pop in the back, you know, but he would never go to any classes. But one time I heard him glorifying a class and it was by this devotee, Urjaswat. Urjaswat was an African-American devotee who was just so simple. And, I, I, and even his kirtans, he was my favorite kirtan, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. You know, it was just like, he would just like be chewing the, the name and the sweat would be coming off his brow like Louis Armstrong. You, you know what I'm saying? And then, then he'd come and he'd see all these people with the Andrew melodies and everybody's so talented. And he was like, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. You know, it was just, and Pajumna said, wow, that guy's salt to the earth. That guy's salt to the earth. Because he had some heart attacks that he was talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, those simple people that just can hear, right? Okay, yeah. How do the gopis attain this kind of thought? 
Is there any cause of it, or what was at the very beginning of, of this rock? How did they explain it? Um, I think that's mentioned the different types of gopis. Some are nitya siddha, they're eternally there, and some have got there by practice. And I think there's the Rishi Charis and the the Muni Charis and the Shruti Charis. Well, Lord Chaitanya showed us how you get it. If you want to know from our platform how we get it, Lord Chaitanya showed us, right? You have to get, become attached to the holy name. And it, it's funny. Look at Lord Chaitanya's life, right? He took sannyas. Okay, that's... Then he went and preached. Then he, then he went to Puri. Then in Puri, the first six years, he was more with the devotees. And then he went into his Nirjan Bhajan. And what did he do? He developed absorption in the holy name by listening to the songs and stories. He developed a sambanda relationship to the holy name by listening to the songs and stories of the person whose name he was chanting. And he worshiped the deity or the form of the person whose name he was chanting. But the first thing is you have to have lobha. You have to have a real sense of greed and relationship with Krishna. And the way that comes is you have to hear the Bhagavatam. And you hear, and you have to be, you have to practice Krishna consciousness, worship the deity, Panchanga Bhakti. What is Panchanga Bhakti? Rupa Goswami mentions that even one who doesn't have bhav, if he performs them without offense, he can get bhav. Atarmade, Sarvasheshte, Nama Sankirtan, Nira Aparade, Poya, Paya, Premada. One who all the nine process, chanting the holy name is the best. And if one can do it without offense, he can. And then there's mercy of Prabhupada. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, are you there? Everybody would like to see you here. Somehow you're not here today. Are you? No. Shocking. Someone check and see if she's okay. Anybody like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. So good to see you and hear from you. Thanks. Yay, great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Dear Shakti. So I'm grateful to be here today. So I'm present for two like like uh, for these two lectures. I'm here and it's very it's my fortune and I'm very successful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So nice. Thank you so much, Divya Shakti, for coming. Great. Okay. And I hope this brings you to Vrindavan as soon as practically possible. By your prayers, Maharaj, that would be so nice. Thank you. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Gopi Gita. Thank you for class. <laughs>
Okay, you have to say hello to her. You have to check on her. So keep doing the deity version. Okay, Shine Sudri is enjoying here because she knows the deities and everything have been taken care of by you, Louisa, and Daibu So she's able to be peaceful here. Otherwise, and whatever she gets here, she's going to bring back. Yes, of course, Maharaj. And we are very happy serving the ladies here. Oh, yes. Shikopi Geet is coming. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Thank you very much for class. And you saw, you know, you helped me with that little editing. People really like that article. Oh, I'm glad. And then from your comments, we were, I, I saw how to kind of take one. Can you say hello to everybody? Hey, Bo, Hare Krishna. He's talking about his brother. Okay. And see you see soon. You yeah, it's going to be great. I spoke to Bhakti Vigyan Goswami. We'll take lunch one day with him. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Thank Very you well. so much. Hare okay, Krishna. anybody else? Hare Krishna, everyone. Thanks for the class. Okay, give everyone give their prayers to Yes, Marge. I'm looking forward to coming. Oh, yeah. and, and you got a of the others. Now they shut but, down. Yeah, that was what I wanted to say. They need what prayers. Twenty Iranians were coming, and now the embassy won't give somehow the visas. There, it's just like imagine how they feel. They're just devastated. Indian embassy. Yeah, I don't know. They don't know why. Uh, your mother get a visa. No, not yet, because she wanted to come for Puri, so she didn't. Oh, she has time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anybody else? Thank you, Marit. Anybody else say hello? This is Hamala Tarada. Okay. Say hello here. You got to say hello. Hello, everyone. Andrea. I don't know. I don't know everyone, but nice to meet you all. Okay. Okay, you got your ticket now, right? Yes, Maharaj, finally. You can't buy a ticket to Vrindavan. You had that problem. She, no credit cards, I don't know. She couldn't, okay. Anybody else say hello? Good morning, Maharaj, thank you for class. Okay, Isabel, say hello everybody. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're in your office? Yeah. Okay. Let people get a view of the beautiful New York City. Okay. Good. Anybody else? I okay, now you know these people. This is <laughs> this is the Adams family. Hi, Krishna. Hey, Kaylee, you gotta um, Kaylee Kadamba, you gotta give me a call, okay? Oh, I will, Marsh. Tomorrow at this time, okay? Okay. You know. Uh, 
No, tomorrow at seven o'clock. Give me a call. Seven a.m. or p.m. 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 My time. Okay. So that's okay. We'll figure. It out. I'll, I'll, you, I'll make it seven thirty, so you can sleep a little more. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna Garage. Logovinda. Thank you for class. Hey, this is my brother. Hare Ball. Hare Krishna. Okay. Hare Ball. Okay. We'll go now. Don't you call for the Jurvia Shakti Krishna? Put this on your office.